and welcome back to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast with your host Chris. We got JT Drums on the line, and we also have another special guest. We have Pablo of Iris. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I feel bad. I just kind of rolled over Jesse there with a nice little intro. Jesse, it's all right. what's up, man? How's it going? I'm so used to having a ROM on, I just roll right over you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, worse things happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Pablo, thank you for joining the podcast. You're our first uh, faraway guest. Everyone else has been like right next to us, so it's been really cool. And you, you said before you're out in Georgia. How's it? Uh, it's my pleasure, man. Yeah, uh, I'm in Atlanta. I'm actually in Adam's backyard. He's our other guitar player, and uh, it's good. Beautiful weather today. I think the next few days it's supposed to be pretty nice, so I'm trying to take as many breaks as possible because we're most of the time we're down in the basement um, writing songs right now. So I try to you know get out and distract myself whenever I can. Well, it definitely seems like a nice day because I can literally hear the birds chirping, which is yeah, always it's such a, it's so nice. <laughs> I'm here. How in is it up there basement. right now? Um, it's been raining a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. Today was a little bit better, but it does look like it's going to rain again. But again, I haven't left my basement for a while. <laughs> I feel you. The I quarantine you, life. How about yeah. you, Jesse? Yeah, yeah, pretty the same. I got blackout curtains, so when I'm doing stuff, I need like blackout. <laughs> I literally feel like I'm alone in the world. I'm just like looking around, like it's kind of gloomy in here. Yeah, I used to I'm use those there. to sleep. Oh, dude, I get migraine. So when I get my like when one pops off, I'm like, "What's up?" Zoop, and I just like lay down <laughs> in my cave. And I'm like, "All right." Just, just focus on getting rid of this thing. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So the first thing I want to bring up is that you guys put out an awesome record. All right. Thank you, guys, you man. Order of the Mind, great mm -hmm. record. Nuclear Blast release, and mm -hmm. uh, this is your debut record, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's our debut. Um, we put it out just a few days before uh, everyone went into lockdown, so um, that was kind of weird, but. I think all of us are just feeling fortunate that we were able to get it out, period, because we had so many setbacks and obstacles. So we're just relieved that it's, you know, out of our hands at this point. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, we were talking about this on our last show that uh, so many bands now are postponing releases. Yeah. You got Jamie Josta from Hatebreed. You got Lamb mm -hmm. of God. And uh, I, I guess you guys really lucked out by uh, yeah. getting it out beforehand. Did anything get yeah. impacted at all by the, the virus or everything went smoothly? Uh, well, the, ma the main thing was just tour plans. You know, just like everyone else, we've had to push some things back. And uh, we're still just kind of waiting to see how things play out even for the fall because um, we have i think right now we've got one we've got some festival dates in like around november in the uk and uh and we've got some other stuff that we've announced for as far as like european festivals but again we're trying not to get our hopes up too much because this is all a it's, it's an ongoing process everywhere it seems like so um, but yeah, like I said, we're just, we're happy we got it out. I think if we'd waited like a week later, if that, we would have been on the same train as all those other bands you mentioned and just been waiting indefinitely until, um, until we would have been able to release it. So uh, what feeling pretty lucky and that's, uh, one of them is here. I'm going to look this up while I'm on the, cause I'm going to, I'm going to miss one of them at least. Yeah, sure. There's a uh, damnation festival in Leeds. Uh, and then there is, uh, shit what's this other one and then there's a cult session in madrid and um there were some other um tentative dates like kind of around that but uh we're just kind of waiting right now to see just to hear from management i think they're they're in contact with like booking people and whoever else is kind of uh involved in deciding whether these things are gonna are gonna go down or not but um yeah, I mean, we're hoping for the best. I think most things have been canceled, like through the summer, as far as tours and yeah. you know all the, all the major European festivals. So um, right now, we're just trying to stay busy, trying to keep writing and rehearsing as much as we can. Uh, like they kind of they started opening things back up here in Georgia, starting last Friday, and um, so yeah, it's kind of weird to see everything kind of everyone kind of slowly coming out of hibernation and. I don't even know if it's the right time to do that. You know, that, the, the <laughs> yeah. governor's gotten a bunch of, you know, uh, um, backlash because of it. So we're still trying to be kind of careful. Do you guys have like an eight o'clock curfew? 
I, know I think we had a that. yeah we had like a nine o'clock curfew i think that was i don't know if it was all of i don't think it was a whole state but it was at least um most of atlanta i want to say yeah because here in jersey we have an eight o'clock curfew and oh then, is it eight um, o'clock yeah and i i thought that was just like you know nationwide but there's like arizona they don't have a curfew i was surprised Dude, when i heard that yeah when you start digging into what's going on in other states it seems like there's no real rhyme or reason or just general rule for for what the hell is going on so yeah i mean a lot of people here are uh, happy parks and golf courses mm -hmm. are opening up again <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'm just happy i'm happy the backyard is here because like i said i said i come outside every chance i get yeah um yeah. i thought it was interesting you talked about the festivals uh mm -hmm. them like because they didn't haven't canceled yet or postponed a lot of them have and mm -hmm. i saw i don't know which one it is maybe jesse you know but there was a festival where it's like they canceled postponed it they're having it online or something really there's gonna be That's bands kind of performing or they're gonna show footage like a three-day event i remember hmm. reading that somewhere it was really it was kind of cool like a cool concept I yeah see, yeah i didn't see that i, I know that like slutnik not fest was taking like people's uh festival footage from other festivals so when they canceled it in japan they started showing it on youtube like everyone like R R resurrection festival everyone was showing like their live sets from there mm -hmm. so they made like a makeshift like read like a re like ducks like concert which is pretty cool, but I never heard of like them doing it like live, like everyone's sending in footage. That's kind of mm -hmm. dope, though. Yeah, would you be yeah. interested in something like that? I mean, we're. I think everyone's just trying to come up with new ways to to expose themselves and you know push their bands. So I, I think we're we're trying to yeah I guess so. I mean, we're just trying to stay open minded. Of course. About yeah. all of this right now, I guess social media is really the only way to to get to people since. No, no one's able to tour um, yeah but uh but yeah man yeah we're, we're open to anything so uh just so people get to know your band uh i know you mm -hmm. posted a lot of videos online like instagram um tv videos mm -hmm. which are actually pretty cool they're very informative mm -hmm. cool but just so our listeners know um how long ago did iris form and what kind of mm -hmm. like inspired you guys to start this project mm -hmm. um we started forming in 2015 me and our bass player Bruno started, uh, you know, putting ads on like Craigslist and looking for drummers and other band members. And uh, it probably took us a couple of years or so before we had our first lineup and um, put out an EP. And then we changed singers. And after we changed singers, maybe a year went by and we got to sign with uh, Nuclear Blast. We had already kind of been talking to them after we put our our EP out in 2017 and um, then after, after we we signed to them a few more months went by and we were able to go to the UK to record uh, this album that we just put out Order of the Mind and um, yeah I mean I'm kind of skipping around a bunch but we <laughs> it's a lot of years we yeah 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 and you know we had a lot of a lot of plans that fell through like we were going to record here in the states originally and then for one reason or another that, that couldn't happen and um so yeah we were we were kind of in limbo for a long time just not really able to book any tours because all of the focus was on getting the record done and uh so we finally got that done last year and like sometime around may i want to say and then it was finally mixed and mastered after after the summer and first i don't think it was i think they were saying it wouldn't be a good idea for it to be released in the fall just because i don't know for for whatever reason so then we had to wait another few months and then fast forward to 2020 and um we had a you know we had some some dates booked we had like a, an album release uh show we were going to do here in uh in town and uh but yeah and then fucking covid happened and now we're, we're kind of back in limbo but only this time every everyone else is in limbo with us so through a wrench some, somehow plan. makes it a, a little more a little more manageable to know that everyone's in the same boat as us yeah. <laughs> that pandemic wrench really messes the, everything up huh yeah. <laughs> dude who would have saw that coming <laughs> right <laughs> oh, so man. yeah if you if you if you told me that this was gonna happen like two years ago uh I don't know what I'd done, man. Because at that point, we were so ready to to get the wheels turning and to to get on tour and just to see something happen. But 
if you told me that the record would have been done and we had all, all these plans set, but then a global pandemic is going to happen and you're going to have to wait indefinitely. I, I, don't know, I probably would have moved back to Argentina or something. <laughs> our, tour, <laughs> if our touring plans in Italy were canceled. Yeah. I would have never saw that company. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Well, you guys just put an album out. Like, yeah. came out March 27th. Yep. And you say you're writing it. Is that like kind of like a hard thing to do? Like you just, well, you probably wrote it a little while ago, correct? Like, yeah, yeah. We were done uh, last, like I said, last, last May, I think we were back in, back in the States from, from recording the album. So, okay. Uh, and I thought we'd take a little break, but I, I already had some, some little ideas and riffs that I'd recorded. So uh, I think I was back for like two weeks and then, I don't know. I got antsy and started recording some other shit, and then there you go. one thing led to another, and we, you know, started started hammering away at these new this new set of demos, which is cool now because we it gives us something to do. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's cool. We're we're, we're still still uh, moving forward and staying pretty creative. So, well, there's a uh, Kill Switch Engage actually did something pretty mm -hmm. cool today. They dropped a um, mm -hmm. a B side EP from their last album, Atonement. And oh, right on. Um, everything is going to charity and it's on Bandcamp exclusively. So awesome. all the proceeds are going to, um, I forgot what the charity was, but it's mm -hmm. something about COVID related thing. Um, oh, very cool. So do you think that maybe those demos you're writing and the songs you're writing now, you would probably do something like that? Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, we have, we have a pretty uh, extensive group of songs now. So I don't, I don't really know exactly what we'll do with them or if they'll end up on the next album or who knows and, and we haven't shown them to anybody yet so we're kind of right in the middle of it now but of course yeah but uh but yeah yes yeah, definitely something we, we would think about for sure do you guys usually have like a, a a vault of music i know a lot of uh artists reference that like oh it's in the vault. yeah you know do you have right. a lot of like riffs lock in the it vault? up yeah <laughs> uh no 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 this this is the first time where we're i feel like we have maybe a slight excess of uh, riffs or, or demos or little bits and pieces because a big fear that I had after after we finished the album was that we would just run out of ideas because like every every single thing that we recorded before in, in the writing process for the album yeah pretty much everything maybe except for like one demo and ended up on the album so there was really no it wasn't one of those situations where you know you'll hear bands say that they they had to pick from like like you said, from the vault or from a group of like 20 or 30 songs. Like we had exactly, pretty much exactly how many songs we recorded. And it was the same thing when we did our EP. Like we didn't, we didn't have any extra songs because we, we take forever to write songs in the first place. How come? But, um, I don't know. It's, our, it's, uh, we're, we're neurotic in our process. You know, usually <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with like, uh, I'll come up with an initial demo and then, uh, everybody's super picky, so I'll show it to someone else, and then I'll have to go through like another version of the demo. Then you show it to the third guy, and then it's it's just kind of our process. I don't I don't even know why at this point. It's just I mean now I just kind of accept it. It just it just takes forever, but um, but I think because now we've I mean we obviously have more time to to be inside, and we we're, we're lucky enough that we have our Adam Studios in the basement, like in that house over there. So, uh, <laughs> right. There. So that's, that's all we're doing now. So we're now I can kind of see us coming, uh, into a situation where we have maybe a few extra songs or extra riffs to choose from. And it's, for me, it's, it's a relief because like I said before, I was just worried that, I don't know, we'd hit like a writer's block or, or, or something like that, or that we just wouldn't have time because, um, we knew that we were going to be touring pretty soon after we, um, released the, this album and, um, we haven't had to write on tour before, so that, that was like unknown. That would have been unknown territory for us. So, um, but yeah, now now well, now we're 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 having a different situation where we have to we're gonna have to start skimming down the the uh, the group of songs, which is it's new for us and it's cool. Would you say that you guys mm -hmm. like get each other's throats in a way when mm -hmm. you're writing and trying oh, to record? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think you need a little bit of that though, you know. <laughs> you know it, it kind of helps you know as, as long as you don't hate each other but it yeah, kind yeah, of helps propel things forward a little bit at least you guys um, are honest right yeah 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 like if i i mean if i showed usually like i'll show our um our singer Rodrigo, I'll, I'll show him like if i have like a tentative demo 
um like i'll I'll show it to him first to get some to see if he's got any vocal ideas or if he hates it. Like if I, if I feel, if I get any kind of um, negative feedback, I'll, I just want to instinctively just throw everything away and start <laughs> over. So I I mean I, I'm aware I like I take it super personally. Um, so if if everyone kind of accepts that first demo as being decent, then everyone just starts diving into it, and then we get into our crazy process of demoing and redemoing and. Um, usually we'll get to a point where we are kind of okay with it and we'll kind of put it to the side and start working on something new. And then we'll come back to that initial, uh, song like months later and then keep chipping away. So, um, but yeah, yeah, we, but we, I think we, we all do that. Like we all take, we all take shit super personally, but, but we, uh, yeah, we put up with each other. We're friends. We love each other. So it's cool. Uh, is there a song like that comes to mind about like that was like really hard to work on that you thought wasn't going to get done mm -hmm. and then you went yeah. back to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cre Creation was probably that song for us. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, we That's had the last like track, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. third single I think that we put out. Um, but yeah, we had it. It was one of those things where we just we had like three songs or what felt like three songs that were not related in any way. And uh, we were like maybe two months into working on that track and almost like giving up on it or, or not knowing if we should just treat it as two separate songs and work on them separately. But yeah, I don't know. That was a while ago, so it's kind of a blur, but we kind of stuck with it. And I think that one we stepped away from maybe for a few weeks and came back to it. And um, uh, yeah, just out of like being stubborn and uh, just not wanting to give up on, uh, on it. And, and I think at that time we also, we had less time to work on shit because we were all working full time. Okay. So uh, I don't know, but that, that was, a, that was a tough one. And I think even, even after we finished it, we were, we, we'd spent so much time um, with our heads in the ground that we, we need, we needed to take some distance, but after coming back to it, we, I think it's probably one of the songs that we're the most proud of just because there's like all, like I said, there were all these like parts that seemed completely unrelated. And then in the end, it, like we feel like we, we were able to come up with like one single, like cohesive piece of music. So, um, yeah, at least for me personally, that's, that's probably my, no, it definitely shows that, that track is yeah. very strong on the record. Cool. I definitely, yeah, yeah. That. I'm, glad awesome, it, I'm glad you didn't trash it. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, I think it was the other guys that pushed me to not, uh, to not do that because I'll, I'll usually by the end of it I've spent the most time with the songs since uh, like I mentioned like I'll show them the initial demos so but by the time by the time everyone else, everyone's been exposed to to a demo for like two months I've probably spent twice that amount of time listening to it oh okay so I try, I try not to get too jaded on, on them but I, I rely on the other guys for that most yeah. of the time so I saw before that you uh, you actually played drums originally. That was your first mm -hmm. instrument. What yeah, did you yeah. change from drums to guitar? Uh, just traveling around. Uh, when I when I moved out of my house, uh, there, there was just too much shit to, to carry around, basically. I think Jesse so, knows about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. It's a great I, instrument. I know, man. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a shame. I just I kind of I just stuck them in the attic and told myself I would come back to them later on, but. Um, like my parents always played like Spanish guitar, classical guitar. So that's what I, uh, took with me and I just started dabbling a little more with, with the guitar. And I kind of knew like basic, basic chords from, from my mom teaching me. And, uh, uh, and then when the time was right, it just kind of started clicking a little more and things started lining up in my personal life for me to, to dive in a little bit deeper and, um, recording uh songs on my own and just learning about like uh recording in general you know because i was i was pretty ignorant where all that stuff is concerned I, i'm not a super techie guy you know so um but uh but yeah that was the reason for it when i when i finally kind of resettled in atlanta um i got uh, I, I got another set of drums like i sold that that uh old set I got a new set of drums and then I started putting together uh, little demos like on my own where I would do drums and bass and guitars. And um, I did that for a little while and mostly because I got tired of like 
uh, for, well, first, because I love playing drums, but also I, I just got tired of relying on people. I just, you know, just there are people flaking out and stuff. So, yeah, um, so yeah, so that, like, that's kind of how I started doing my own thing. I know like when me and, uh, Jesse over here, when we try to jam, Mm -hmm. I would always have to go to his house because there's no way we want to move that whole kit. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. awful. Yeah. I once went to my brother's house. Like, we decided to jam in his, like, little New York apartment. I was uh -huh. like, you know what? I'll bring it. He said, we can do it. Don't worry. I brought a kick, uh, my, ri my ride symbol, but just a stand. I could stick it through the top. Uh -huh. And I brought a hi-hat and a snare. And it still took like three trips somehow from the car. I was like, how? There's nothing here. <laughs> like, how is it taking so long to lift this crap? Right, right. I was right. like, I wanted to learn. I just started learning guitar. And I just can't understand it anywhere near <laughs> the level of drums. Like drums, I just hit it. And it was so fun. And then one day I played a beat. And I was like, oh, right. okay, I got it. And then yeah. like guitar, I'm just playing a Green Day song like, just cursing <laughs> just like how is this so hard everybody i know that plays guitar just rips this song immediately yeah yeah <laughs> like it blows my mind i feel your pain man i still some, sometimes when i'm playing guitar i still or if i'm coming up with riffs i still i think i naturally think um about riffs rhythmically so a lot of times i won't i won't um i won't pick notes or like a a progression or arpeggio until i have like a a very definite rhythm in mind Chris gets annoyed at me because every time I sing him like a song, I'm like, dude, that part in this one song, I sing the rhythm and I sing melody in the rhythm. Like, a, like <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, dad, 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 like, dad, 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 no, really, man. I've, I've never, well, since I played, when I played drums, I would try to maybe learn songs just like to the radio or put an album on or something. But with guitar, I've never, I've never really done that for, for whatever reason. Never had the urge to like play covers and stuff like that? No, never, never. Maybe, well, I will say with, uh, with Spanish guitar, flamenco guitar, maybe like old like folk songs from Argentina or Spanish songs. Okay. But yeah, just maybe that kind of thing but for some reason never never really with electric guitar maybe because i i was a little late in the game playing guitar or something i don't i'm not really sure so we shouldn't expect any uh covers as b-sides for iris albums uh never say never never say never <laughs> maybe the label will make you do it a nuclear blast let's speak about nuclear blast by the way take sure. your album on a great <laughs> record label like that congrats man. yeah that's awesome yeah thank you dude yeah we still have to pinch ourselves um i think even more exciting than Nuclear Blast was just having Monty Connor get in touch with us um, because That's we were all uh, we're all '90s boys, you know. So we were fans of everything that he was signing to Roadrunner during that time, and that's kind of what everybody was listening to. And then, of course, he moved to Nuclear Blast, and um, it's still going strong there. But we were we were we were super excited that it was Monty himself who, who contacted us the first time. So it's funny you said that. Cause like cool. Roadrunner was always like one of my favorite labels. Cause all my bands were like my favorite bands were on it. And then yep. slowly I was like, wait, I think I, I'm going to like Eager last now. Cause they're getting all the bands I love. And it's funny. Yeah. And then it's, I think it's cause of Monty. Monty. Yeah. And then yeah. And, uh, a lot of people that were, uh, working with Roadrunner ended up moving to nuclear blast, um, over time. So yeah, they had a bad, um, like font, uh, yeah, I think they were closing a lot of offices and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, right around it's around two thousand or something like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's good people, man. We've met, we got a chance to meet a lot of the people in their UK office when we were recording over there, and um, it was just really reassuring because you know before that, all you know is like the bands that are on it or the Nuclear Blast logo, but you know actually going to the office and and meeting them and talking to them and, and learning that you could trust them was was. Uh, was important to us um but uh and monty we still haven't met he's in new york and we we were we were going to go up there in the spring and uh meet him and that's where our management is too but um you know of course we uh have to postpone that as well yeah of course <laughs> yeah uh how was the offices and for nuclear blast i heard uh mm -hmm. it's crazy awesome over there like you know yeah. like, they love metal when you go yeah in. yeah yeah so they have the the one in germany which metal. we didn't get a chance to go to but that's that's apparently like the 
the big toy store. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so we're, hopefully we get a chance to go there in the near future. But we we uh, stopped by the London office um, and uh, spent a few hours there, and it's still super cool. You know, it's smaller than than the than the one in Germany, of course. But mm-hmm. everybody everybody there was super friendly. Like, um, and then there's the one in, in LA, which we also haven't been to, but. Uh, but yeah, the, more, the important thing is that we just we we trust everybody there, everybody that's been involved in any aspect of what we're doing, um, everyone from nuclear blast to our to our management, and really and anyone we let near uh, our little our little baby, you know. Of course. So, well, so uh, it's I been good. I also want to mention that you guys have um, a thing going on Bandcamp as well. I feel like everyone's on Bandcamp now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have an awesome shirt going on. Your uh, songbird yeah. T-shirt. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I think we just posted that today. Uh, but that was a design made by a friend of ours here in Atlanta, um, Taiwan. And uh, we, I've got. He's he's a great guy. He works he works at a tattoo shop uh, called Live Free, and uh, so that's where I knew him from. And. I've always been a fan of his uh, his artwork in general, but he's got these really nice drawings that I've always been attracted to. And he posted the songbird on uh, Instagram one day, and I just saved it. And uh, we just got in touch with him and basically just went by the, the tattoo shop and asked him if he would do it. Um, and uh, he already had the design and everything, and we thought it was like super fitting of the, of the album and the, the vibe of the music and... Uh, so it was quick. It was quick. We had him come over to the to our house and uh, ran it by everybody. And uh, and yeah, no, 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 it's a fucking t-shirt. You said so. it was Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, through yeah. Instagram. That's nuts. I feel yeah. I hear so many times like um, so many bands or people just in general. They're like they see ta- like um, artwork on Instagram mm-hmm. and either mm-hmm. has a tattoo or artwork. It's funny how like Instagram is really spreading that. It is. It is, man. Um, uh, yeah, this is just the way the the way of the future, and just what shit is. Even even the way most of us met. I mean, we didn't meet, meet through Instagram, but we most of us met through like online ads and stuff. You know, which is it's strange to talk about. It's it's kind of weird to say, but yeah, Craigslist. I was not expecting that from your uh, Instagram yeah. videos. You're like Craigslist, yeah, Craigslist, like all of us. Yeah. The what made you think that... of going to Craigslist for it? For a band uh, I don't know, man. Just boredom. Just, <laughs> just that, that's that's what we did. I mean, we went through. We we had to go through a lot of dig through a lot of shit to get this group. You know. Yeah. Um. So a lot. Of, a lot of. A lot. Of, I don't know. A lot of interesting people in Craigslist. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, that meant a completely different thing back in the day. I met him through yeah. Craigslist. How? <laughs> like what? They help you move furniture or the other thing? No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> it's different now. It's yeah. not right. just that right. anymore. No wet yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, we, one time me and Jess actually went to Guitar Center and we, uh, mm-hmm. we were, uh, we call it almost confronted, I guess, about joining a band. It was pretty funny. I felt I was oh, like, really? oh, I guess that's I, a good place to go to join a band. Yeah. 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 Well, people post a lot of, uh, I guess like musicians ads on, on the bulletin board or whatever it is at Guitar Center, don't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. That. I yeah. went to go get some, sell some drum pedal, some double bass pedal. I was trying to flip, and it was the worst thing ever. Uh, yeah, I was like, "Hey, you got an Allen wrench?" I went to the guitar shop and he, uh, guitar like repair side of the store, uh-huh. and he's just like, "Hey, man, do you got? I got a demo. You want to like you play drums?" I'm like, "What? No, I'm trying to sell something right now." Like they just like they're like vultures, like of just with yeah. the talent. They're just like, "Yo, man, I have a I have a riff, bro." <laughs> Like handing off a mixtape. Yeah. Still, still less sketchy than Craigslist, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just, a, it's just above. It's just a, you don't know. Right. <laughs> no, they're brutal, man. I, I remember I did the drum off, and like there was this. It kind of actually hurt a little bit. I kind of thought uh-huh. if, it, if I was a different person, I probably would have hurt me more. But I was remember like uh, they like announced the winners of the the set the the level of drum off, and uh-huh. then you just saw some guitars from the guitar uh, section of a. Just like hand out their business cards, like, hey, how's it going? Uh, I have a band actually, so if you want to wear, and they hand it to like the two winners. I'm like, what the hell? I'm right here. Like, did I suck? <laughs> like, I was like, did I not solo hard enough? Like, that's, what? that's weird, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh wow, they get all the fame mm-hmm. and everything. So um, they still do those guitar center drum offs? Nah, they got rid of them a few years ago. Sadly, oh, yeah. they were fun. Like, even if you didn't compete, like you just go there, and there was yeah. always like one guy or like just just ripping you just see like a right. bunch of people they play like the same beat or they would solo uh-huh. 
uh-huh. ignorantly over after like playing a second of a beat and they would just like right. and then there would just be a dude like an adult that would just walk in and be like what's up and just start right. playing clave with the left foot and ripping over you're like what <laughs> you're like what <laughs> sounds amazing yeah. No, nah, they got rid of that stuff. Because, like, Guitar Center is losing a bunch of money over the years. I feel like every oh, yeah. year I've heard they're going to close down. Same and yet here. somehow I could buy drumsticks from there. Like, a hat. Like, it's just like. Yeah. So. Yeah, other than mm-hmm. uh, Guitar Center, I think there's mm-hmm. Sam Ash, and I don't know any Sam other Ash. names. Yeah. I don't either, man. Yeah, there's a Sam Ash maybe 20 miles from where I am now. But uh, I don't know. I don't I go to Guitar Center for shit. I don't know what I go to Guitar Center for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You just buy everything off Amazon or something? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was guilty of that. I went there to get some mic cables, and they were charging like a crazy amount. But they were telling me, like, Mm -hmm. oh, don't worry. It's Guitar Center guaranteed, so if it ever breaks, you can bring it back. That's why it's so much money. And I was like, okay, I'm going to Amazon and getting it for three bucks. (laughs) (laughs) I felt a little bad, but I was like, I'm not spending 20 bucks on a mic cable. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's terrible. I, I well, I'm I'm an idiot because I feel bad, and if I talk enough, I feel like I owe you a purchase. So even if I <laughs> right. looked on Amazon that it's five dollars, I will buy. I bought a twenty something dollar USB A cable. Oh. I was like, oh, what Jeez, do I need dude. to buy? Uh, yeah, I'll buy that from you. And I look out like I left the store in the parking lot. I was like, four, four or five dollars. <laughs> I was like, come on, why do I do that to myself? <laughs> I don't have... I was just like, oh man. So you mentioned right. that you played like um. Smash guitar, and you like uh-huh. you know had a lot of other like non-metal influences. So, mm-hmm. what got you into metal? What made you want to start like a, a metal band? Um, music, I should say. Yeah, I started off on like all the '90s grunge stuff, like Nirvana, Alice in Chains, like Melvins or whatever. And um, when I listened to, when I came across Sepultura for the first time, that was kind of my gateway into heavier music. Um, and I, I was probably around 13 years old at the time, something like that. And I was still playing drums. So, um, the first kind of like band garage band or recording experience or anything that I had was, was around that time. Um, so like I instantly wanted to be in a band. Uh, so I, I got together with some classmates and just dudes I met at school we did that for a little while and I, um, I kind of just stepped away from that for a long time. I moved uh, back to Argentina or, or I was going back and forth for a while. And I kind of got back in tune with like old music from Latin America and just weird shit like salsa and all, all this other shit. And then when I came back to uh, uh, heavy music, um, I almost instantly, like I started seeking seeking out other people to play music with but it took a few years of just getting frustrated with like you know dealing with people and people flaking out and being rehearsing the same thing a million times for like six months and then at the end of it you've got like two completed songs so it's it took it took it took a few years of me just getting overly frustrated with that before i kind of decided okay I'm, i'm gonna try to piece together my own demos and get more serious about this and uh and because I had a lot of ideas, I had, a, I had song ideas and, uh, just, um, you know, things that were specific that were just too hard for me to, to carry out and to develop with people that either didn't have the time or didn't have the dedication or just for whatever reason, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, once, once I, once I decided that and, uh, and kind of just, um, got more serious about it and gotten the right mindset than uh, that. That was around the time that we 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 started piecing this band together and all the ideas that would be incorporated into what this this band would become. That's pretty cool. I mean, it yeah. looks like you had a long uh, like like history Dude, it, of just going yeah. to band members. It, it was man. People. Yeah, it, it was it was a rocky road. It was a rocky road, but <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, fortunately, it, it worked out in some way or another. Craigslist. <laughs> it saved thank you. Thank you. Thank God for Craigslist. <laughs> um, Shout out to Craig, wherever he is. Where's Craig at? <laughs> Where's Craig? <laughs> so there's like a couple of things I've noticed just listening to your album. Um, there's a lot of like, I feel like you have a lot of really heavy influences like mm-hmm. in your music repertoire. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like a lot of um, 
uh, melodic singy kind of way. So like the main mm-hmm. vibes I got from your record is a lot of Fear Factory and a lot of Gojira. Is that cool. something that like really like mm-hmm. uh, like you really got into that style or anything like that? Is that something that you're gravitating yeah, towards? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, like Fear Factory again is one of those bands that uh, those early Roadrunner bands from the '90s. So um, Fear Factory is definitely an influence, uh, but uh, it's it's weird because if you if it, it it depends on which one of us you ask because we are are like I feel like I feel like a lot of people would say that their influences are very diverse or that everyone listens to something different within their same band, but we're we're like we couldn't be more all over the place when it comes to that. Like I'll, I would answer and then you, you ask Jason and you'll, you'll get something totally different. Like we, he probably hates most of the shit that I listen to and it's cool. And <laughs> it's, it's just the way it is. And we, we make it work. But, um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to get back to your, to your question, yeah. Fear, Fear Factor is definitely an influence. Gojira is, uh, is an influence, but they weren't, they weren't really around when we were, uh, and I guess what you would call our formative years of uh, getting introduced to heavy music and kind of developing um, uh, our own style and our own approach to it. Um, uh, Sepultura is maybe more of a, uh, maybe something more more Pax. pertinent in that, in that way. Shout out to uh, or, or, Yeah, for sure. Man. Or early Sepultura, I should rephrase as I always, um, yeah. I always forget that they, 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 they kept going, right? We, so we overall <laughs> they're still around. Yeah. Still yeah. I, I need I need to start clarifying that because uh yeah, so Sepultura is still around. That's funny. Um so on my show I asked three random silly questions. You ready to take part in that? Shoot. Okay. Um the first one is not that silly, but it's random. Um question number one, what's the worst job you've ever had? Oh, that's a good one. Uh Oh, I was a, I was a janitor for two years when I was, uh, I think when I was around 20 years old and we we're cleaning up, uh, just these old factories, um, on the, on the, uh, for third shift. And I, I did that for a couple of years and it fucking sucked. It wasn't just the factories. It was like the bathrooms. It was just a real shit job, but it paid <laughs> okay. So <laughs> exactly. No pun intended. <laughs> No, right. pun intended. <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> Look at us. Oh, um, uh, yeah. No, I agree. I wouldn't want to clean bathrooms. Uh, question yeah. number two. Least favorite subject in school? Mm. Probably probably math or algebra. Okay. Well, I just bored mm. you or you just not good I just at wasn't, it? I just wasn't good at it. I, 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 I kind of got good at it later on. Uh, when I was in college, just I, I kind of just, I, I, I guess I applied myself a little more, but uh, but yeah, hated it. <laughs> something about letters. Oh, something about letters and numbers just pissed me off. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I get it, man. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually for me, it was anything with um, like writing and reading. I just because I it's oh yeah. I I rather play video yeah. games or do something else than read a book. <laughs> that yeah, was always for me sure. back yeah. when I was younger, you know. Or I rather do something than just sit down and read. I rather watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Jeez. Exactly when uh Jesse, when you were reading all the Harry Potter's, I'm like, dude, just watch the movies. <laughs> oh, dude. Third one's so much better than the movie. I'm just gonna say it right now. You have to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, question. Actually, I want to say one thing. Sometimes it depended yeah. on uh, depended on the teacher because, uh, like, for instance, like I grew up in the South, so half the people in school couldn't pronounce my name, even though it's like two syllables. <laughs> so if they would say if they would call me Pablo, then we're already off on the wrong foot, and I don't give a fuck what you say to me. And <laughs> I've uh, I've lost interest. Oh, oh man, man. So that, we have a friend like that too. Um, I don't know if you ever seen the the skit "Substitute Teacher" by Key and Peele. But he just goes and butchers everyone's name because he's a substitute uh-huh. teacher. And we have a friend. His right. name is Aram. But uh-huh. Every time we had a substitute teacher, they call him Aram. <laughs> oh. It was so cringy, and we laugh. And he w- he would just stop correcting them. He just like here, <laughs> like. Yeah. Yes, yes, my name is Aram. <laughs> well, I have a I have a pretty basic first name, but my last name is Tejan. And when you read it out, it's like T I E T J E N. 
and okay. man, that was fun. So it was just like it's like a it's like a whiplash for the teachers. Like Jesse, right. easy Tyajin, what? Like <laughs> I was like, eh, try again. All the all the class clowns would jump on it immediately. Uh, Tietjen, oh, wrong. Do you even know his name? Just get I'm like, well, hold on, no, <laughs> it's like poor substitute. It's over. Yeah. Uh, last <laughs> oh, question for, Go for it. the silly questions. Uh, if there was a movie based on your life, which actor would play you? Ooh. Oh man, I, I don't. I don't know why, but I'm just gonna say Forrest Gump. Uh, no, uh, Tom, Tom Hanks, Tom I Hanks. guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like people usually say Brad Pitt as like a joking ass. Brad Pitt from uh, uh, Fight Club. <laughs> ah, nice one. Just me with a ripped body. That's just all I want. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's been oh, getting all fester lately. Yeah, no, I, I went insane. I, I had, believe it or not, I had long hair and a really big beard, literally, as the quarantine happened, and I just got bored. I was like, eh, I'll just shave everything, see what happens. <laughs> I shaved my head. I looked awesome. The classic no hair, big beard. I was like, yeah, right. actually, I can look, I can write. And I was like, no, screw it. Freedom. Get rid of this hair prison. And I would look awful. I look 10, and I just doesn't make sense. So I'm just uh, like, oh, wow. I messed it'll, up. It'll, it'll grow back, man. Oh, I'm praying. I'm blasting death metal and just... Rubbing like all the vitamins, I'm breaking them up and just rubbing Coconut them in my chin. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, dude, Pablo, it was great having you on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Ah, and, thank um, you guys, man. It's been a pleasure. Before I let oh, you go, honestly. I just want to say, what's any upcoming plans you want your fans to look forward to, and what's the best way for the fans to support you? Is it Spotify? Is it Bandcamp? Mm-hmm. The label? How? Yeah, right now it's Bandcamp. Um, and as far as plans, uh, the only official, the closest official thing we have out is, uh, damn nation festival in November. Um, there's some other tentative things that we, we just have to wait a little bit to, before we're able to announce course, it. But, yeah. um, but yeah, as soon as, soon as we know, as soon as we get confirmation, it'll, it'll be out there for, for everyone. So, and hopefully you get one of those, yeah. uh, demos released, tease us with some new music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as we can, man. Um, your album was Order of the Mind, came out mm-hmm. Nuclear Blast, March 27th. And, uh, dude, that wasn't even that long ago, and it feels so far away. We're already in May. If, if, dude, it feels <laughs> like a year ago, man. <laughs> so when's the next album coming I, out? Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, 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 uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, real. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'll okay, let you guys. go. And best of luck with your day. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Take care. See you later. Right. Same, dude. Bye. All right, that was Pablo, the guitarist of Iris. Uh, great guy, really fun to chat with. And uh, yeah, I'm actually, I just want to play some of his tunes right now, but I know I can't because, you know, I'll get a copyright infringement. <laughs> if yeah, there's a I'm, track I'm, I, I highly recommend by them, though, it's Harvester. I don't know, uh, Jesse, if you got to listen to that song, but or which one you think is like your favorite on there. But mine was definitely Harvester track eight. It's four minutes of just awesomeness. If you love, like I said, Fear Factory, if you love Gojira, you love just like a balance of heavy and melodic music, I would go with that track. I'm definitely checking them out. I'm looking at their band camp. I'm probably going to buy some stuff today because they are getting, yeah. you know, all the fees are waived. How which cool is that that band, band camp is actually doing that, dude? I don't really understand how. Well, I guess it's only one the first Friday out of every month. Yeah, but like they don't have to. They're just being bros. Yep, they're being bros. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, uh, yeah, it's so the 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 artist is actually going to get a hundred percent of the profit, right? Oh, for the T-shirt, for yeah. the for the band camp waving the fees and stuff. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's Unless uh, I'm yeah. Reading I think that, that wrong. Someone could correct me in the the comment section below. Yeah, hit with the I comments. Did. Also, recommend who he wants to interview. Don't say Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> if you guys actually do have any uh, people that you think would be great on the show, just um, hit me out Twitter, uh, Instagram, here comments wherever you want. Just recommend someone. Dude, this is a. Uh, I'm looking at this. This is pretty awesome. I'm gonna buy this vinyl. This vinyl's hot. I hope it's still or iris, right? Yeah, it's like the orange. Cool. It's like orange black, like burst. It's kind of dope. Yeah, I was gonna say I was. <laughs> it's a little tough with the video podcast to like come in and out without walking over people. But this iris shirt, I said this is like a good bicep tattoo. This like songbird. <laughs> it's like a dude just ripped. Like, yo, what's up, man? You want to see the 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 little? Wanted to dance. I can make it dance. Look at it. You wearing a kill switch engage shirt right now, bud? 
Yeah, dude. That man, I bought it when we went and saw Kill Switch in Long Island. Long Island. Bought it, uh, yeah, the Long Island with uh, Crow Mags and uh, who's the other band? Oh, Clutch. Colby. Wait. No. Wait, Clutch, where... Kill Switch, and uh, Crow Mags. Where did we see this? In Long Island. Will and Craig. Oh, dude. I was thinking Coney Island for some reason. I was like, what are you talking no, about? No, I wish I were. I didn't that go to that Colby. one. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know, man. I'm kind of scared of Coney Island ever since I watched The Warriors. Yeah. That's where that whole shit okay. like went down. <laughs> just some dude just in by the park with the three bottles. Whoa, Jesse, come out and play. I'm like, stay away from me. <laughs> Get away. Dude, I was like, what? You, he, where's he going with this? Oh, yeah, dude. It just all goes back to Warriors, bro. I'll say get your stereo stolen. That was a part of the video game for some reason. You just stole stereos and fought people in goofy costumes. That was the whole game. Yeah, no, dude, that guy's awesome. And uh, I, I, I listened to like a few songs, and so far I love it, dude. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to rip. I'm probably going to buy a vinyl and a T-shirt, you know, use all that newfound furloughed money. Especially today because, like you said, it's Friday. And I was actually reading the article for the uh, Bandcamp thing. Uh, last time they did this back on March 20th, all proceeds went directly to the artists and labels, and then fans ended up spending 4.3 million dollars, which is an increase of 15 per, uh, 15 times. Wow! Not percent, not percent, but yeah, 15 increase, 15 times the increase. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, that's. I'm just happy because I always hear about Bandcamp, and I don't know, man. Maybe it was like the way I like thought of like certain warp tour bands like back in the day, and then I f- finally listened to Dance Gavin Dance. I'm like, oh, they're so much better than that. Why did I do this to myself? Like I just like say it's like the same thing with Bandcamp, where I was like, uh, you know, that's just like where newer bands come, and like I'll just buy their music on well their website, right? And it's like, no, there's so many good artists. Like I realized all the artists I love are on Bandcamp. And then especially with something like this happening, it's like, why not just buy it? And I've been throwing more money. So like Joss's tracks came out instead of doing one dollar. Yeah. I tried to do ten, even if it's a song. I try to like yeah, I just try to throw some money at it and just you know, and some other people. Obviously Joss is more well off, but like some of the other people. Oh yeah, Justin knows what he's doing too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's uh yeah, I'm probably gonna do that. Probably gonna maybe Let's see what this is going to be. I know, I'm just afraid of buying like physical stuff because I don't know how long it will. Uh, the corona. I guess it doesn't matter. Shipping out around May 21st. Oh, that shirt's not even. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I think my uh, I got one of those Hatebreed shirts as well. The 25th anniversary San Jose Sharks uh, with the Hatebreed logo. I'm a huge hockey guy, so that's awesome for me. I just Now I just need um, them to do my Colorado band, uh, Colorado one for hockey. I forgot what I got. I got the uh, Avalanche. Where is this bad boy? Just actually, I got the email that they've sent out. I got three things. I got the Hatebreed World Tour shirt, which is uh, oh, it says your doom awaits you on the back. World Tour 2020. It's pretty okay. dope. That's with pretty the, solid. Actually, with a COVID mask. When did this come out? Um, and then you know, uh, what you bought? <laughs> like I just didn't. It has like the surgical <laughs> mask on it. Yeah, go. I just hit select all. Like, I yeah, I just I just <laughs> bought it. I went through and I bought everything. And then I got the New York uh, Never Forget T-shirt with all the gravestones of all the clubs that closed down on the back. Uh that's what that was. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's got like the CBGs. It's got New York sign with the the battle maces. Pretty dope. I'm excited. I think I went to this show. Did we go to the New York Hatebreed show, 25th anniversary, April yeah. 19th? Yeah. So I probably was there. I just didn't buy it. sure it was at Best Buy or yeah, PlayStation, play- whatever name it went by. Yeah, that, that was a great show, man. That, that made me go like, yo, Terror is dope. I was like, wow, Terror brings the absolute pain. Doesn't it suck <laughs> that, that venue's not going to be around anymore? That's stupid. Yeah, for people who don't know yeah. the New York area, it used to be Nokia Theater. They went to Best Buy Theater, they changed and now it's PlayStation uh, Theater. Oh yeah, and now it's uh gonna be like I think for Broadway, right? In plays. That's awesome. Nothing against Broadway, but you already kind of have a very insane amount of venues for Broadway. Fun fact: Who closed out the show? Last metal band to play the show, or play a show there? Was it Between the Bear and Me or August Springs Red? Nope, it was Sabaton. 
Really? Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, they were the last heavy band to play there, and I was there just bragging a little bit. <laughs> You're showing off, yeah. Um, no here's big an article I, I saw that was actually kind of cool. Members of the Lamb of God, Creator, and Power Trip are working on a new song. So bands are, you know, during quarantine right now, what else are they going to do? They're teaming with other bands, other members to make music. So this is pretty cool because you got, you know, Lamb of God <clears throat> is like your, you know, heavy metal. It's just, it's heavy, heavy shit. And then you got Creator, who's like thrashy. Then you got Power Trip, who's just like, I don't know. Like kind of like hardcore and not hardcore, but they're different than the others. I'm bad with their genre. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would you say Power Trip is, Jesse? I don't remember what they sound like. <laughs> I just I thought they were a thrash metal band, to be honest. They are, but the, to me, they're a different type of thrash metal. They're not like creator thrash metal. I know that's that might sound silly to some people. If you wanna, if you wanna, it's not your mama's thrash metal. I'll tell you that right now. Well, I guess because uh, if you go to Wikipedia, it says it's thrash metal crossover thrash and then hardcore punk. So are they like Anthrax? So that's why I said like hardcore, but I was like, no, they're not a little thrashy. But uh, yeah, they're fun. I actually got to see them with um, High on Fire back in Brooklyn. That was cool. Dude, you know what I sent an email to today, and I'm a little. It made me sad, and I didn't realize how close it was to happening. Uh, the Hate Breed show in New York and uh, Poughkeepsie. Oh, they still haven't right. refunded me, and they canceled it, so they have to refund me. But I was like, looking at it, and I was it like, was it actually canceled or postponed? No, it was canceled. The whole tour was canceled. I don't know if they're trying to postpone it, but the hate breed. I didn't check if I got my money back either. I didn't. Well, it's, it would say it. I don't think it would be there if it was refunded. It's still like acting like the show's happening. I was like, all right, I got to figure this out. And I looked at that show, man. That show I was looking forward to so much because Creeping Death's hard as hell uh, after the burial, obviously. I was like, and I didn't realize it was like a week and a half away, I think. Like, that is such a bummer. Yeah, well, actually, you know, it's funny enough. Uh, obviously, Kevin wasn't interested in Hatebreed, but he was going through his um, calendar with me, and he's just swiping. He's like, "Look at all the, look at all the cancels, look at all the cancels." Like everything that was in red was just a canceled event on his calendar, and he's just like getting mad. It's a, it's a bummer, but you know, oh no, I, I was just, uh, I think we brought up on the last podcast, but it's gonna be interesting, man. My one friend gets mad. Eric, shout out to you. Uh, my one friend gets mad when I say the new normal, but it looks more and more like it. It's not just going to breeze over and it's depressing. It would be awesome if one day it just everyone stopped getting this thing and we could all go back to venues. But, you know, I was listening to Joss, the podcast with Craig gas. And I thought we, we obviously, I, I heard this after our podcast, but we talked about something. It's like, Oh, they're, they're just going to let in like half capacity or like a big bands are going to do small venues. And they actually talked about that. Not saying they copied us. Uh, but, uh, you know, Craig Gass said there was like a meeting with music execs and whatnot, big music heads. And they were talking about like venues are going to have to check your temperature. So if you thought metal detectors were invasive, you know, there's some people are saying that venues open back up, they're going to check your temperature. And if you have a fever, they're going to send you away. Imagine. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, new normal, because if that's the normal, that's definitely new. I never got my temperature te checked. No, I just meant, a... like, wouldn't that cost them a lot of money to test? Yeah, well, they're also talking about buses. If you get a bus, you have to get multiple buses because they can't have more than six people on a bus. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, that, uh, obviously, bigger bands, the smaller venues obviously have to be used because bigger venues are not your – and I saw the – for the capacity and then the smaller venues are going to cut the capacity in half. So let's talk about 250 venue, 125 people. And apparently there's, they were talking about no GA. So there's going to be seats so they can split people up accordingly. Oh my God. So imagine going to see a hardcore band in seats. <laughs> yeah. But you like, definitely know these people that are going to not listen in the run. Well, yeah, but they're going to also got to, they got to think about that. They're going to ruin it for us. Yeah, like I know there's, there's selfish so people, people that, that don't care. There's yeah, so many no. people that don't care. No, no, there's people that listen to boom boxes on the subway. I know those people. The same people that go to the, you know, <laughs> you listen to the good and just jump out, you know. I know there's a guy that listens to psychosocial on the bus nonstop, but you know that same guy, he's going to jump oh the barrier. God, and that? Yeah, that guy was weird. <laughs> 
I remember I thought he was cool the first time. I was like, yeah. oh, dude, blasted psychosocial. And then about five times through, he was doing the same movements every time. Like, he he actually was on Broadway. Like, he was doing a psychosocial play. He's like, all right, this part, I'm going to, like, bang my head and, like, do the metal horns over here. And then over here, I'm going to punch the roof. And I was just like, who the hell is this guy? I was like, he's only, like, psychosocial. Yeah, no, he's, uh, it's going to be insane. Like, you know, I can't believe like the lamb of god tour is not canceled because me i'm uh hopeless like hopelessly positive like oh, maybe maybe we'll end up seeing lamb of god and megadeth it's not gonna happen but i mean i mean paulo went on uh i don't even know okay paulo was interviewed by someone and he said that it most likely is going to be canceled but you never know and yeah but you know what happened i that? think Corey went on and said that he has no idea he I forgot what he basically said the opposite. He's like, well, I don't know, man. It might actually happen. So I was like, you're getting, yeah. Or could you said a uh, trivium guitarist? I feel like they yeah, would have just said Matt Heafy if they yeah, like with the singer. But so yeah, they're, they're it, known like, to troll people though. But it just makes you laugh from the same band. You're getting mixed signals already. Just like literally like, uh, oh, the Megadeth's like, no, nah, don't worry. It's going to happen. I'm like, how do you know that? How could you possibly say that? <laughs> it also Randy don't Blythe say it to me. Huh? What does Randy Blaze say? He's probably saying you're an effing idiot for dropping gloves on the ground, which you are. There's just no reason, which I felt so bad, dude. I'm glad that Randy doesn't live around here because I was driving. I have some used gloves on the floor from when I went out. And uh, I opened both my windows, and I guess one of them was a vinyl glove. I had a pair of vinyl gloves I used, and they're like basically like plastic. And uh, the wind took it and blew it right out the goddamn window from the floor. I was like, oh, oh no. I was like, no, I didn't mean it. <laughs> like, what? Randy's like, oh, listening no. right now, and he's so uh, sad. Took a picture and called me all f- kind of great things. I'm trying not to say right now. I usually say, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was I felt so bad. I was like, well, there you go. It was right by the park, you know. So maybe like a squirrel had landed on a squirrel's head or something. Yeah, I'm already right. taking out the uh, the new now wildlife that's coming back. It's gonna thanks be to the uh, yeah, it it's a coronavirus glove. <laughs> <laughs> it has a furry tail. Dude, squirrels make gangster noises, bro. I didn't even know. I let my dog out, and I was just sitting there. Walking. My dog's old, so it's just all like shaky leg walking around trying to find somewhere to pee. And I'm just standing on my uh, on the stairs of my back door, and I just hear <laughs> like this. I'm like, what? The? And it's just a squirrel. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, it was like a gangster sound. Like, dude, it sounded like a, like the ca- cattle decapitation screamer when he does all those interesting screams. I was the just like, trail kind of thing. Like, I think he even spit in his own hand too. He did that. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he just started looking at it through his like three claws. I was like, bro, be in my band. Speaking about what he said, be in my band, bro. <laughs> I need a vocalist. He <laughs> just got signed and record nature, and that would be your vocalist, dude. Pff, dude, that'd be that'd be something, man. I, uh, yeah, dude, I, I didn't know. Like, I, I always saw deer made gangster noises, surprisingly. My one friend hates it. What do they make? It's just, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, oh, <laughs> Really? <laughs> it's just like, I've heard it a few times. Like, yeah. obviously, it's kind of cartoon. It's just not exact. <laughs> so, if anyone I uh, know, there's a certain friend group that knows that sound, it pisses them off. I hope they, like, yeah, every single time. Also, they, they would make some stupid sounds like that because I've seen a few deer by the reservoir around here just run into the fence over and over again. So, you know, an animal that does that, I could see making that kind of goofy-ass uh, sound. What's well, funny, uh, I know that, like, a popular, I would say, all right, you know, like, the foxes? Everyone's like, oh, my God, like, what the fox, like, yelling and stuff like that, and the goats yell. Yeah. I feel like those are usually the ones that, like, no one actually hears in real life. Like, I never really hear a fox. Dude, I never saw a fox till a year ago, <laughs> and I've seen him so much. I don't know what that means because I was just like drive every time I went to work at like six in the morning. No, wait, that was when I got on the bus, so like five thirty in the morning. I would be driving, I just see this red ass deer running in the middle of the road, and I'm like, I'm not deer, fox, whatever, fox. I'm like, dude, I've never even seen you up close before. Why? <laughs> and I saw it like five times in the span of like two months. I was like, what does that mean? Are they like just more, or are they just what getting? Does that mean? What does that mean? What? Talk to me, you beautiful creature. Tell me with your eyes and your elegance. Well, I guess on that <laughs> note, we'll conclude the podcast for this episode. Episode three. 
Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Pablo of Iris, you're the man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, all like, if you want to support them, they'll be down below. See, I'm pointing like every other YouTube guy does. Down Smash below. that like button. Smash it, bro. And my boy JT Drums over here has a second career as a uh, reaction artist. It's it's hard work, but someone's got to do it in these hard times. You know, you got to play the song, you got to record it, and then you got to post it on YouTube. Um, yeah, no, uh, on uh, my channel, Insid, A-I-N-S-I-D, that's the same as my streaming. It's kind of my moniker I'm going by in my streaming and my YouTube. I don't know why, maybe I should just go my name, whatever. Insid but, without uh, the E. Yeah, inside, yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, if you subscribe, you're an insider. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Insid with parentheses and er. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do reactions. I'm probably going to react to some Iris. So I'm probably going to try to release it accordingly to the podcast, probably, or maybe right before. Yeah. And then I'm also going to be doing more music stuff. Like me and my friends are working on some covers. And then obviously, if I can, in this time, I just bought some Get Good drum samples and I got my electric kit all tagged up and I had a free compressor program. And uh, Chris can attest, he hated the way my drum set sound, but now it sounds pretty, pretty awesome. So, have you ever heard someone just play rock band with the TV muted? That's what Jesse sent me. No, no, no. It <laughs> he sent me the cool. rock band kit, just slamming on it, and I was like, dude, I was like, what is this? But now with this compressor, yeah, it's awesome. Get good drums invasion kit. Thank you so much. Contact free, contact six free player. You can use Shame. it, and then. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's totally worth it. Dude, even if you get the smaller packs like Matt Halpert or Modern or Massive, I think they still have a 33% off going indoors 33. But uh, yeah, I recommend it. And uh, maybe I'll put an ad on Craigslist and try to get some people to send me some riffs and we'll just jam out. But uh, yeah, Insid on YouTube and Twitch and uh, Insid streaming on Twitter. And oh, yeah. uh, you can follow all that stuff. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And you remember, follow us, support us, and we'll have a next guest next week. Keep it real, guys.